Welcome back to Weebs and Waves, the podcast, episode 102. I am your host, Nick Orfanos, and I am here with co-host Michael. Hello, hello. How are we doing? We're doing we're doing good. Surviving? Something like that. Did you survive the uh, zombie apocalypse at the hospital? Or Oh man, that was it's so that's happened a couple of times where I knew it was happening the day before they'll send out a global email to everybody and it's just creepy walking around uh, mostly empty hallways with you know the uh the, the fire alarm strobes going off because you mm-hmm. know emergency <laughs> um and today i did not know what was going on and all of a sudden as i'm walking all of the fire doors just closed and there's no one in the hallways and i'm just like what in the silent hill is this and uh i i i may have uh peed a little bit but um we <laughs> we I, I got back to my office and uh I, I was i was safe that's good i'm glad so, you yeah. survived it i'm glad you survived that's happened so they do that at the university sometimes and okay. but the way the the alarms happen at the university it like does the loud like right but then there's like an Mm. ai voice that talks to you oh fun so it makes it like freaking have you seen there's a couple of games out there that are horror games that are literally based off of like ai mannequin and they're like frightening and that's all i think about is just this like lady's voice just being like this is a drill do not leave your office it's like the craziest like (laughs) it's like no you want me here i'm leaving like yeah Yeah. it's you know you're a horrible person like <laughs> but yeah man yeah, so, so what's it, that that definitely caught me off guard this morning that's or, good you know, yeah. it's got to keep you on your toes a little bit you know i guess someone has to so uh what's going on with uh training we're gonna get to cosplay in a second here but um you sent us a text earlier this week about your back and then I oh, saw yeah. you wearing lifting gloves, which I have some choice words that I might not say on the podcast <laughs> for you. <laughs> yeah, I get I get shit on it a lot, but hey, man, you know, I, I got a, I got a cat to pet. I have to have silky smooth hands. I can't be all callousy and and you know, massaging my cat for free. I mean, you use a wire brush to brush the hair off. What's the difference? Uh, no, I don't. He's got a super expensive. It's called the Furminator. So. It uh, <laughs> like, dude, I spoil my cat. It's stupid. Is it like one of those things you put on like the corner of like your like of a wall, and they just rub into? Uh, no, it's like this thirty dollar brush, and you, you, you brush them a couple times, and then it has a little eject button that you know pushes all of the gathered fur out for you. It's pretty. Um, was this an Instagram ad? No, no, I I got this probably before i was on instagram okay because i definitely have seen this on instagram before and or tiktok ads maybe it's tiktok ads could be the lines that's, are blurring now for me and it's, it's a bad thing it's like a it's like a 30 dollar brush it's stupid okay well all right i'm okay with you spoiling pets though i'm okay with that oh. I, I approve so uh so yeah i um i i was getting back into deadlifting uh, cause I haven't done that for a little bit. And I was like, I should probably do deadlifts and I'm on my heavier set and I was feeling pretty good. Pretty good. First, first set. Okay. That that was easy. Got to add some more weight. 
Second set. All right, that was easy. Let's add some more weight. And uh, to let everybody know, I am I'm not super jacked, especially in the leg area. I've got uh, uh, missing kneecap in one knee and torn cartilage in the other. So uh, can't go super hard on leg day, unfortunately. We're gonna have to circle back to that, but continue but, your story. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, so third set in, I think it was, I tried to do the math. I think it was only like two, two, 15, 220, 225, somewhere around there. And my back said, nope. And I was like, well, we're done with this, this exercise for, for the day. And, uh, you know, I, I was in a lot of pain, but I, I finished the finished the workout and uh, I've just been kind of struggling through it. Um, it's gotten better over the past couple of days, um, but but we're 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 back on track for for the 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 con cut. Um, and it uh, yeah, it's. Uh, it, uh, Man, if if there's one thing I wish I could have like a robot part of, it would be my lower back because you know that's it's immediately debilitating. Yeah, that yeah, it does do that. It does do that. I'm trying to think like how I want to like approach this. Okay, so um, one, when was the last time you deadlifted? And two that number right like the weight that you put on the bar how close would that be to like a quote-unquote max let's just say um so the last time i did it deadlifted was you know last week but with less weight obviously Hmm. um that number close to i have no idea what any of my maxes are um I've never really tried to go for a max because I'm scared of hurting myself. So, (laughs) (laughs) so, you know, go, go for a max. Don't go for a max. I'm still going to hurt myself apparently. Okay. And like, so like how many, so intensity wise, how many reps were you doing per set? Like, uh, on a scale of one to 10, how heavy did it feel? I guess would be a better another start question. Um, so I was doing nine reps last week, and so this week was six. Um, scale one to ten, the heavy. Uh, I would have to say, it was it was probably a an eight. Okay. It was it was getting there where you know my grip was uh loosening on the last two last two sets okay okay yeah all right so that's the tough so this is a tough one right because i don't i've never seen you lift i haven't been in person with you lifting before so i mean there's probably some technical stuff that could be worked on and stuff like that as well (laughs) probably i have Um, no idea what i'm doing and also like (laughs) what's your warm-up like for a day like that like if you're gonna so you know, you know you're deadlifting that, you know like what yeah, are you doing so so before that i had done squats um so if if that's considered a warm-up i guess that was my warm-up um and 
so the the way I have kind of sculpted my routine is to be on the least amount of machines, like, like moving around the least amount and getting the most done in one area, just because I spent so much time at the gym. I've tried to whittle it away over the years. So, so you mean like physically in the gym space, correct. trying to stick within like a certain boundary area that you're saying, like a fucking 10 by 10 square or something? Right, right. Okay. So, you know, I'll, I'll do do squats, then deadlifts, and, you know, in between those sets, um, you know, I'm doing ab work as kind of like a, a rest-ish period. Um, and then I'll go over to, you know, the quad machine, more ab, more ab work, and then I'll do like hip abductor inductor. Um, and in between those sets, I'll, I'll do Russian twists. So I'm trying to stay where I'm at and mm. get a whole circuit done. If that makes sense. So you're hitting these in like a circus style uh yeah i'm probably misusing that word so so like i'll do squats use the ab roller do three sets of three deadlifts um and, and then, then you like, move on all together like you don't like go like squat and then deadlift and then ab and then leg extension then ab and then back to the top you're doing like all your deadlifts with ab work that's on the next thing okay all right yeah. Yeah, um okay. probably wrong but it's been mostly I mean, successful it's it's tough right because like you're figuring it out on your own and you haven't had somebody like kind of being like hey have you ever thought about doing this um mm. so we can i mean i'm down to like sit down and have a conversation with you and help you out with that stuff especially since you're part of the family now um so i personally especially when it comes to like squat work and deadlift stuff i would try to avoid doing ab work in between like if you're doing that kind of stuff that's already like a compound like very intense movement so you're hitting yourself pretty hard on that so mm. you kind of want adequate rest in between each set so that you can give and focus 100 percent on that so like active rest is good but I would rather you do like a mobility piece or something that you're trying to work on than an ab work, which is going to fatigue your core, which is things you need that for, like the squat and a deadlift, right? And then like if you're doing leg extensions, that's an isolated movement specifically to your quads. So mm. you can kind of do the abs with that and have minimal fatigue like issues right. between the two exercises, if that makes sense. Um yeah. One thing that we should definitely talk about for sure is getting you set up with like a good warm up prep for that. So like if you're doing a squat major day, like mm -hmm. focusing on doing like some 90 90 stuff, hip opening stuff, ankle movement work, and then like glute activation stuff and some core activation work and like really hammering down like problems that you might have so we can activate stuff and have you move correctly and facilitate those patterns better when you get into squatting and deadlifting oh i got a lot of problems nick oh and trust <laughs> me they're fixable it just takes time and eyeballs and knowledge and that's what we're here for so we'll work on that at some point and then we can do a full circle on this one but you don't have a kneecap <laughs> all right so once upon a time when i was a young michael um i i the kneecaps there i'm just missing part of it um i was this was when i was on the wrestling team in high school and i had a um I, you know i was just 
jogging, um, not even anything strenuous, just from from my parents' mailbox back mm. to the house. And all of a sudden, there was a pop in my knee, and I hit the ground um, and almost cried. Uh, went you could, to you can admit it. it was a safe place. You can admit that it's okay. Oh no, I was I was real close to tears, <laughs> but uh, it, it they they didn't come all the way out. Okay, kind of you know, muffin topped on the surface. So, um, long story short, go to a doctor. He says that my knee is fine. Um, my mother, being a nurse at the time before she retired, uh, she said, "Fuck that guy." And let's go to a different doctor. Different doctor says, how did this happen? So what had happened was a piece of bone about the size of a nickel Mm -hmm. chipped off the back of my kneecap and wedged itself in between my two leg bones. Um, And he he was like, how, how are you walking around without like without being in excruciating pain? I was like, well, I am. Um, so had surgery on that. Then, you know, not too long after that, uh, being also on the wrestling team, I went to do a single leg and I did it wrong. And, uh, my, my two leg bones kind of side to sided, um, in not the way they should go. So, picture picture looking at your leg in the mirror yeah right and now picture the bottom part of your leg shifting over a half an inch yeah so it shifted laterally one way and then with the top one went the opposite direction Uh uh-huh yeah and so that's where i i've got torn cartilage in that leg because i was uh pretty fresh off the surgery on the other one i was like and you know being a stupid kid i was like i don't want to have surgery again so when I when I stand up uh, from squatting, it sounds like celery's breaking. It's great. Does it hurt? Eh, sometimes. Okay. Okay. So, all right. Yeah. N- n- like my coaching brain is going like a million miles a second right now. I'm like try- <laughs> I'm like trying to like put together like a plan in my head, which I'll worry about later. Um, but interesting. Okay. I have um. Did I ever have something like that happen? No, I tore my hamstring in high school. but that was a completely different issue because i was lifting like a bodybuilder because that's all social media taught and showed right yeah um and we didn't really have good sources and good resources of strength and conditioning sports performance related information out there really right it's Um, so new if you really think about it oh i mean the past 10 years has been phenomenal for anything that's general fitness and unfortunately we have to give not unfortunately i mean give crossfit credit it brought a lot of eyes to fitness at a completely different level oh, for um, sure. and it's also and i mean working like, out as a sport now weightlifting like like olympic weightlifting like that's gotten a huge like comeback because of crossfit um you know it's just you know right. there's a lot of things that have come out and a lot of people that have utilized that as a great platform to get information out um but anyway so i was training like a bodybuilder and I was trying to train as a athlete, which whatever whatever that meant to me at the time. So I was doing like a lot of sprint work with friends and stuff like that. And oh. it was kind of cold out one day and I was sprinting and I just felt like a pop. And I was like, oh, that's kind of weird. And I was like, all right, whatever. And I kind of walked around, did fine, went to practice. Everything was good. Went to a scrimmage. 
Um, I've been playing lacrosse, and um, okay. I was the ex-attackman, and we had um, shot a ball. We lost possession of it, so they got possession. They were trying to re- return back, and the defender juked me out, and I went to plant and turn, and oh, like no. my body kept going, but my leg just stopped, and it went... And like Ugh. I just my leg swung up from underneath me and I like hit the ground and I was just kinda like, huh. And like stood up and tried to take a step and just fell over again. Like I didn't know what it was, like nothing hurt, which is usually oh, what happens man. with like those big injuries, right? But it was like a weird, like, yeah. And then like the next day I like like took my underwear off, looked at myself in the mirror, and it was just like black and blue from ash cheek all the way down to my calf. Oh, well, um, that's not good. Yeah, and like I went <laughs> in and like the doctor was like, You have a lot of bruising, but your hamstring is still attached. It's like a micro tear. Like you're, you're good. Um, oh, wow. And that's when I really wanted to start learning how to train correctly. And then I went to PT and that's when I learned that most they didn't PTs know what they were talking about either don't know what they're talking <laughs> about or their hands are tied because of insurance and aren't willing to take a risk to help you or aren't willing to go the extra mile to help you. Mm-hmm. Um, and that pissed me off. So, um, and now we're here talking about it. Right on. Yeah, it was story time. Time to get angry, you know. Um, yeah, man. Um, okay, interesting, interesting stuff. We'll have to. Uh, we'll definitely have a powwow at some point. Um, yeah. So, so the 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 back's pretty okay now. Uh, I was, I was uh, pretty worried. I was like, really, I'm I'm this close to, to to Dragon Con, and like I'm gonna have this terrible bag injury but uh, uh mostly a false, false alarm i guess um but the uh the the diet cut is going pretty good um i dropped 200 calories this week you know just by cutting out uh my daily quest bar and um and then next week i'll i'll be cutting just a couple more calories um well, if you get good results out of it this week, I wouldn't change it too much. I would wait for you to start stagnating a little bit and then change it. Yeah. Because if okay. it's working, you don't want to over you don't want to overcut out calories because then you're gonna have other issues. You start eating away at lean mass, you start eating away at some other stuff that won't be, you know, beneficial to you. So if you're losing weight and you're still losing weight, just ride that out for a while. Cause it's not like you're trying to get gotcha. to you're not, you're not like you're trying to get on stage for a show or anything. You're trying to cut for the cosplay. So like that's fair. If you're getting to a point where you're happy then you're good. Like that's all that matters, you know, and you still want to do that in a healthy way. So, you know, I was thinking about that too. I was, I was like, it's, it's funny because, you know, I, I do all this, this work in, in this, um, you know, cutting of calories um, just, just so I can, I can look good playing elaborate dress up for, <laughs> for, for like, you know, basically no reason other than I want to do it. Um, and, and I was like, you know, this, this must, must seem silly to some people because, you know, you're doing it for a, a bodybuilding competition when Ashley does it, it's for her powerlifting competitions. And like, I guess I was like, I guess I'm just in competition with myself. Um, you know, just, just to see if I can do it, if I can make myself look this certain way. Um, so that, that was just a fleeting thought I had, uh, a couple days ago while I was, eating a can of tuna for for lunch and and for dinner i don't think i don't think it's weird 
in any way, honestly. I mean, maybe that's because we're biased because we're in the in that zone as well. Um, mm-hmm. But I think it's I think it's something that like can be brought to light in a good way too, which is why I'm happy that you're here too. Is that we can start promoting that a little bit better too? Is that like if you want to look like your favorite character, it's possible, and there's ways to do that, and then we can start giving out that information as well. You know. Um, it, it is it's just it takes time and consistency yeah you know and like even if it's even if it's somebody that's been afraid of the gym and like they go in and they lose 10 pounds and that gives them the confidence to get a costume on that they wanted to play even if it's not 100 percent of where they're at they can mm-hmm. full circle that in six months eight months a year two years seven years whatever the fuck it is but then yeah. like that whole thing is like a big you know it's it's, it's hard to put in words just because like we all have our own like drives and our own motivations for stuff right so um for sure but it's i don't think it's weird and people that think it's weird fuck you um <laughs> and yeah. i just want to kind of touch on that like it's this this is how i approach cosplay um th- that's one of the great things and i think i touched on this um the the, the first time you had me on uh was it's the community is like so open to literally everybody and you can be any size body type gender and you can be whoever you want to be you don't have to physically look like that character to be that the only people who care about that are assholes and you don't want them around you anyways um i just do this because in my head i want to physically look like excuse me I want to physically look like those characters. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and that's, that's what really got me on this journey. And I've had some conversations with people like, Oh, how do you do it? And I was like, Hey, I didn't start like this. It's been a, it's been a long time. And, um, you know, when, when I first started, I couldn't bench press the bar 12 times, you know, and dust yourself up, pick yourself up, do it again the next day or next couple days and it's like like i said it's it's time and consistency Mm. no one likes that answer though no it's especially with you know the the way we are now we get everything instantly and unfortunately the body doesn't work like that i was saving the story a lot of money go ahead no sorry i was gonna say i was saving this story um i haven't told this this happened a long time ago but i'm saving it for like the right moment um and this feel kind of, feels kind of like that moment. So if, if you're listening, hi, okay. how are you? Um, but so this mother uh, messaged me on Instagram and she just had twins and she'd gained a lot of weight during the pregnancy and she went to a personal trainer to get help. And the personal trainer told her that she had to work out six days a week, had to get eight hours of sleep, had to eat certain this, that, and the other thing. And I have my own issues with all of that stuff. But Mm. basically I told her, I was like, you need to walk away. And she was like, what do you mean? I was like, you have twins. You're getting eight hours of sleep for you is not real. It's not a reality. You're (laughs) you're a new mother. You know that better than I do. Like, that's not a reality. You also don't need to work out six days a week. You're going from being relatively sedentary and trying to get healthier. You need to get healthier is the first goal. You can do what can you off what can you offer yourself? Is it twenty minutes a day? Is it one hour, three days a week? What is it? You know what I mean? And like, yeah. sat down and like kind of talked her through stuff. And I ended up helping her like make a program, 
and like with it was like two months later she was down like 45 pounds was happier than she'd ever oh, been wow. she measured she she messaged me back and was like i'm up to doing like two 25 minute walks outside with the kids in the carriage on top of that stuff like every day and blah blah, blah. and i'm like that that's what it is like that's what this weebs and weights means right like yeah you see ashley squatting a house you <laughs> see me being an absolute addict in the gym doing the shit that i'm doing because i'm crazy with it too right and like that's a level of it that's 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 a tier of what fitness is and can be if you want it to be there but it's not that's not reality of what fitness is right like we're training for competition we're training for things to push those limits to see what we can do with that stuff and like if the goal is just to be healthier it's a very different conversation very different conversation oh 100 um, so you know i maybe i didn't sell that story as good as i could have but like it's you don't need to do seven days a week of absolute insanity you don't you know like um sounded pretty good to me yeah all right well let's <laughs> let's move on a little bit um to the what's next do you have a story that you wanted to tell about the gym oh Did this you is the that? oh yeah oh yeah i've been i've been waiting to to tell you this story i have never in my life uh, and you know obviously i'm relatively new to the gym i've i've been going for four and a half five years never in that amount of time have i had an encounter like this so i'm sitting on it was uh it was chest day so going fairly hard and you know i i'll, I'll typically take a two to three minute rest between sets Okay, just to kind of kind of give myself some some time, mm -hmm. so I obviously can go at it again. So you know, in that time, I've got my phone. I don't I don't wear my earbuds until I'm on the the treadmill for for cardio. I don't know why I just don't. Um, so I'm I'm on my phone. I'm on Instagram, probably talking to you, or or, or you know, one of my uh, other uh, friends. And all of a sudden, this guy comes over. And he goes, hey, can I use the bench? I was like, I, I, I looked up at him. I was like, excuse me? He goes, can I use the bench while you're resting and looking at your phone? I was like, I have never been asked that in all my years of coming to the gym. I've been asked for people if, if people want to you know, work in a set um like on a machine that but but never like like a bench where i'm actively obviously to him i wasn't actively but actively um using it so you know i'll i would do you know incline press um and then chair dips and then you know the ab movement of whatever i was doing so you know in between all that i give myself a little bit of time and so at, at this point he's getting agitated he goes he goes well you're just looking at your phone can i use the bench while you're staring at your phone and i was like i mean you're being pretty rude i have no idea who you are and i think i'm done talking to you and and he goes he's like dude you're just staring at your phone I was like, have you never heard of a uh, rest between sets? 
and he went to say something else and I just interrupted him. I was like, you can walk away now. And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, okay, am I literally about to have a fight in the fucking gym? And uh, as he's walking away, he, you know, mutters under his breath, something, something, or a bitch. And I was like, ooh, ooh. And I was like, you know what? Maybe he's having a, a, a terrible day. Maybe he's, you know, uh, I don't know. He got into an accident on the way there, you know. I, I could have, um, you know, dipped my toes further in the water of this uh, uh, altercation, but I, I was just like, you know, I, I'm just going to let him walk away. So uh, I looked at, you know, the other guys around me. I was like, has that ever happened to any of you before? And, you know, this one kid looked at me. He was like, I don't know what that was. And another guy, he's kind of laughing to himself and he looks over at me. He was also on a bench. I said, watch out, you're next. And he <laughs> he, he went to re-rack his weights and he goes, hey, can I uh, come cuddle up on the bench with you? So it, it's just like, I don't know if that's ever happened to you, um, but yes, working in on a machine bench, no, leave me alone. Like, wait, wait your turn. Yeah. Um. I think it all comes down to the delivery, right? So that guy sounded like a dick. Let's just start off with that, right? Because <laughs> um, like what happened to me the other day was like I'm sitting there. So the LA Fitness that I go to has like in front of the dumbbell racks, they have two like seated shoulder press areas. So it has like just a chair so you can sit into. Yep. It has uh, three incline adjustable inclines that are bolted to the floor and then two flat benches right and then okay. they have like two mobile benches that get like tossed around the fucking gym yeah. um and like some guy literally was like on his phone having a business meeting sitting on the flat bench uh-huh. and wasn't moving it was there for literally an hour and did not move and i didn't say anything i could just, have said just something talking. just talking on his phone wasn't even doing work uh, like i was in front of the dumbbells the whole time um the worst and like it, it, like it, it depends on how it's fucking like. If if I would saw you working on it, and like I saw you in the gym a couple of times, and like we made eye contact, or like maybe you would know who I was, like and be like, hey man, like do you mind if right. I work in with you while you're like doing your rest stuff? Like it's it's all about the delivery of it, right? And it's just oh yeah. And like and you I've said, right? Like never he seen could have this had guy a before. Shitty day, right? Who knows? But yeah, man, it's it's tough. I think you handled it pretty pretty well and the fact that everyone else around you was kind of laughing at it is unfortunate because we're laughing at somebody but at the same time it's kind of like hey man you know like it is a gym you just gotta be okay with being you know (laughs) a person and this was what was this was it was on a saturday or sunday morning or something like that i was like oh i can't put like running the scenarios through my head because he you know what i do i'm just like i am i really about to have a fight in the gym on a weekend like come on (laughs) yeah it's yeah i don't know man it's just it's tough that's frustrating there was a guy in the gym the other day this is similar on don't be a dick in the gym right and like this mm. is one of the guys that's um openly on steroids, very big bodybuilder, has kind of made like a 
group of people that like surround him, light a fire and dance around him like he's a deity kind of thing, right? Um, <laughs> okay. So Good and for they're, him. they're hanging out around the fucking leg press and they started bringing up bodybuilding shows or something and they're talking about it. And like, I'm in front of them doing my, my dumbbell work and I can just hear them talking and the guy starts going off about like how shitty Jay Cutler and Ronnie was and like all this other stuff. And I'm looking at it, I'm like, these are the best that ever so like, lived. So yeah, so like icons of the industry. Like, okay. Who are you to talk shit about these people? And then he starts bringing up like them on being on steroids and stuff like that. And I'm also like, aren't you? Aren't, aren't you're you openly answer? on like it was the weirdest like situation. Like this guy is literally in there for the clout and just like has all these like high school kids around him. And I'm just like, this is why we have an issue with kids getting into college sports and they get to their college at like coaches and stuff like that when they're fucking just assholes it's because of idiots like this guy who literally is like i'm gonna come in and do warm-up workouts and repair and do that twice a day and get massive on little work because he's on gear and like has no understanding on how to do stuff doesn't have the background with it doesn't all this stuff. i mean maybe he does i don't fucking know but from what i heard him saying it doesn't sound like he does and mm. it's just like you know it's just like dude like is that necessary to have that conversation with 14 year olds probably not like <laughs> you know Poisons it was the, the minds of the young ladies. yeah it was the weirdest fucking like i don't know man i don't know but uh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. To be fair, though, that is how I remember the gym scene being. Like, people were just fucking ruthless, talking shit to each other, like, all that stuff. Oh, uh, wow. So, that's why I didn't like bodybuilding when I first got into it way back in the day, because people were just dicks. But that has changed, obviously, considering I'm back into it. So, um, But anyways, on that note, before we keep ranting about other shit, um, anime <laughs> talk? Let's do it. All right. Um, we are going to talk about My Dress Up Darling. Um, and we'll get Ashley's input next time she's on. But um, let's go into some other... Have you been watching anything else besides that? Or uh, Yeah, I watched a, a, actually a, a comedy on... Um, it's on Netflix. It's called uh, Uncle from Another World. I was staring it's, at that today. It's... Um, yeah, it's, it's a pretty short show. Um, but it's pretty fucking funny. Um, so the synopsis is this uncle wakes up and he's been in a coma for, I, I think like 17 years okay. and, and his, his nephew is like, you know, a young adult now. And, um, he, he wakes up and he's like, oh, I've been, I've been in another world for the past, you know, 17 years. So basically, he got isekai'd while he was in this coma, right? Interesting. And okay. and he's like, oh yeah, I, I have had all these powers, and it's like, oh, it, and his nephew's basically like, okay, grandma, you know, time time to get you to bed. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And um, you know, then he he casts a spell, and then he's like, goddamn, uncle's got magic. So he came back with his powers. Um, which is a pretty cool um, spin on the isekai genre because yeah. I'm, I'm sure you're well aware it's saturated. It's you, you know what it kind of reminds me of is 
Sword Art Online was obviously not the first isekai, but it it, it opened the floodgates, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So it's it's kind of like you know Survivor with uh, with reality shows, you know. Yeah, there were a couple of reality shows here and there, but then you know Survivor came along, and then all of a sudden, uh, you can't get away from reality shows, um, and that's still true to this day. So, <laughs> so obviously, like we've got like isekai saturation. There's umpteen of them coming coming out every season. You know, there's I saw one that's it's like uh, I'm a vending machine in in another world. <laughs> Just like okay, how far are we how far are we gonna take this? They milk so, the shit out of it. You're you're 100 right. It is horrible how saturated it is. But oh yeah, so it's it it was kind of like a a breath of fresh air, you know, it, it like a reverse isekai, um, where he he comes back and but he's still got the powers and he's trying to come to grips and with like how society has changed and mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. Because when he went away, he was a big um, Sega fanboy, and uh, like he he can't get over the fact that Sega doesn't make consoles anymore. And it's just like <laughs> there's there's so many like I early like two yeah there's so many like early two thousands references. So like we're kind of in the the right age group for it. Okay. Um, and it's it's just a good time. Uh, I, so I really enjoyed that. Um. So hopefully they do a, a second season. Okay. I like it a lot. Anything else? Well, speaking of second seasons, um, a couple weeks ago, I just happened to rewatch uh, The Devil is a Part-Timer. Okay. And that, that came out years ago, and that's like a reverse isekai, like speak of the devil. Uh, double entendre let's go <laughs> um so so the devil comes from his fantasy world to our world and he loses all of his powers and um he needs to get a part-time job at mcdonald's to uh to to survive with his you know number one flacky and um you know that was a really great comedy show um when it was out and i think it i think it was like six years ago it came out and they just came out with a second season so um and it's i think it's airing weekly okay um so that's that's uh the first the second season's kind of okay um the first one's a a pretty pretty good time um re-watching it even you know x amount of years later uh i i got a it it got me laughing a bunch of times um so yeah that's it's been my my uh anime foray over the past couple weeks okay all right uh besides pounding through my dress up darling um I saw that Dota. I knew Dota had a second season, but I didn't realize they had three out. Um, so I kind of binged through that as well. Um, it's a fun show. Why is it always a bad wizard in every show? Like it's never like something else. It's always some magic <laughs> dude that is just an ass, you know. And it's always like this, you know, personal like feelings driving the destruction of the universe kind of thing. But uh, I guess because it's easy and it maybe. works. I don't know. I'm I I'm not a writer. I I 
couldn't write a story to save my life, but um I'm sure Ashley would have some choice words about like being like, they're still hating on witchcraft, you know, something like crazy. <laughs> um but yeah, I mean it's good. It's uh the newer season had a lot of Witcher vibes to it. I was watching it and I was like really getting like okay. heavy, heavy like Davian is like literally just like um Geralt. Like they're just like the same character, but Davion's maybe like a little happier. You know, it's like a very interesting kind of mix of what's going on. But I really liked the kind of the the mythology that they've created and like what they've used and adapted for themselves. Yeah, that's what that's what got that's what kept me watching. Uh, I haven't seen any of the third season yet. Okay, but um, you know, I, I I remember the last couple, and you know, just just they've done a pretty good job with the um with the world building um and you know i th- i think we touched on it uh last time but you know just kind of that uh segmented um kind of game of thrones esque formula where mm. you've got a bunch of different storylines going on that all end up converging yep yep um so it's you know like it's it's is it in my top 10? No, but it's, I, I have a good time when I, when I watch it and I'm definitely going to watch the the third season also. You should. I, I, I'm interested to see your opinion on it because I was almost confused and I don't know if it was because I hadn't watched it in so long that hmm. getting back into it and like kind of threw me for some loops, but okay. it felt like, how do I, how do I put this? Um, one, I don't know if this last, if the season three was the last season. I oh, can't okay. tell the way they ended it. Um, I have to look into it a little bit. I have, I didn't do any kind of deep search on that yet, but I will. But it also had like, there's an issue that I have with certain shows in general, but anime specifically, where like they create this amazing world and this amazing story that they have that goes and goes and goes and builds and ebbs and flows and has all of these things that happen and then all Mm. of a sudden the ending is just like oh dude you forgot to add the fucking grass root to the potion and then drink it and you're good it's like what like (laughs) why is it such a like i i I appreciate the simplicity of an answer but when you create so many layers for it to just be like oh dude the dragon farted wrong my bad like (laughs) it just like that kills me sometimes where they just like okay it's coming to an end we need to finish it go you know um i don't have any kind of input or answer on how to solve that problem but i do wish that there was a because, like, uh, for example, Harry Potter, I thought they ended it, like, the books ended fantastically, and I think the movie did a very good job of kind of portraying that. Okay. But it wasn't like a one-and-done go. It was like, yeah, we know we have to kill all the Horcruxes. Spoiler alert, we have to go and kill all the Horcruxes, and then, you know, Voldemort needs to die, too, right? And then it's like, okay, right. but, like, you see the the adversity and the strife and the emotion and the anger and the all these things that happen and it's slow to the end and then it kind of is like oh shit how do they close it out and then they have a time jump at the end of the credits and you see old harry with a kid like you know it's like okay i get that you know and some anime has done that very well but yeah so so i guess i guess some way to look at that 
from like purely like a production standpoint is maybe you know okay maybe the last seat maybe they got greenlit for the the third season but you know maybe the last season didn't do as well as you know net big daddy netflix wanted it to be Mm. and so we'll see what happens with the popularity of season three and you know maybe they'll get a fourth maybe not so Mm. maybe the um you know that that easy gift of an ending with the with a pretty bow on top that um you know maybe it's not the gift you wanted but uh you know it it was a easy way to wrap it all up but also keep it possibly open for a fourth season that's fair uh i'm not sure um and you know i'm coming from uh an era of anime where you know like uh a, a sh- I, oh, man i can't think of any of them off the top of my head but you know uh a show wouldn't get a second season and it's just like okay we're done now yeah that's in, in, enjoy they still do that though i enjoy, mean look at like black clover you, you, oh you know what it was it was the original berserk anime that's from the um, 90s the og one yeah and you know it it was uh it was great it was awesome but as soon as they like you know the floodgates opened to you know the the demon world Mm -hmm. it was just like and we're done and it was just like it was just like oh my god what like like i need to know what happens next like what yeah and uh so so yeah like i i came from watching a lot of anime like that growing up uh where i did you don't get you know the maybe more sim- simplistic ending but um you they know end there up was remaking there... it fucking 10 years later instead of just continuing it right and it's like right, that right. endless cycle of just like jesus can we stop making superman movies we all know where he came from like <laughs> yeah, right go on you know yeah i get that i get that but yeah but... man so dota like i also like that it's inspired by it because it's like inspired by dota the game Mm-hmm. And they didn't really have a set quote unquote script to follow, like a lot of these other anime have. Right. Um, and that's where like I think this and Arcane have potential to be phenomenal. Cause Arcane, the League of Legends game, the the anime, they have comics that they can kind of follow because they did create like a small comic series that explains stories and stuff like that. But it's okay. only it's I haven't read too much into them. So don't quote me on this. For those of you that are purists, let us know. But like, it does give it some kind of depth, but not enough for it to be like, we have to do it this way. So they have the freedom to kind of like create the world, you know? Right. Um, and and they did a fantastic job. Like, I don't, I don't profess to be any sort of, you know, League of Legends fan, um, but they, I, I enjoyed the hell out of the show. Yeah. I thought they did a very, very good job with it as well. So yeah so watch dota um and then the other one that i got into that i finished because only like five episodes six episodes was vampire in the garden okay um i watched a few of that it's got like a castlevania meets violet evergarden kind of vibe thing going um if that makes sense and tell me if i'm off base on that but that's kind of what i got the feel for 
Um, it almost feels like they could have made it a movie, but I like the platform than yeah, how they I could used see that. it. Um, the whole premise of it is like there was vampires and there was humans in the world and they've never liked each other, but they're like Stranded. kind of coexisting. Yeah. But they're also but just destroying each other nonstop. <laughs> it's like truce, but not truce. Yeah, it's, you know, some of us have a truce, but you need to give us some of your blood so that we can survive. And we promise we won't murder you, but then we'll still murder you. And then you'll murder us. And then we'll come back and ask you for more blood. And it's like one of those kind of constant cycles. Uh, but it follows like one specific girl and like the queen of the vampires and like their kind of like relationship thing that's kind of building and going through with a lot of flashbacks and stuff. It's I thought it was good. I don't know if it's done. I think it is. I think it's over. I think it was just those episodes and it was it, um, which I kind of appreciate some yeah, of these characters, these people sure. being like, hey, we're making this. You get six episodes. You love it or you hate it doesn't matter it's over you know like that kind of it's nice to have some of those because it's refreshing to be able to find something to just be like okay it's six episodes i can sacrifice that time and right. not have to get too mad about having to watch a thousand and twelve hundred episodes of one piece <laughs> so um oh but yeah check it out it was pretty good the animation of it was really good very gory uh but they did a really good job with it um trying to think of anything else i did watch the berserk move one of the berserk movies the one where they saved griffith griffith okay the, um, uh the last one yeah was that was uh, the last one I'm, I'm trying to remember if that's the last or the third uh, i think netflix only has three on there right now it there there are only three okay so it's it's uh golden age arc then the egg of the nope yeah then no, battle right. for battle for doldry something and then the egg of the king no the one that i watched was called like verdant or something verdant what? yeah hold on a second i mean i'm a because this shows like guts getting his arm bit off like yeah the advent oh okay wait the advent the Wait, why is this it's showing me so many different I, I probably just uh I probably just botched the last movie's name. No, you're good. It, you're good. Is is the second one Battle for Doldry something? So there's the Battle for Doldry, which yeah, is the Golden the... Age Arc 2. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is the third one. Yeah, this is the third one. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Egg of the King was first. Okay. Battle of the was second. And have then, you seen the other two? I have, but it's been so long. And I just clicked okay. one random one to watch and I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, that I one goes zero to 100. Real so quick. much about this. I have to go back hard into that. But really good. Extremely gory. Forgot there, about all the sexuality that's in it. Oh, yeah. There's there, there's some of my favorite anime movies, those three. Yeah. Um, I rewatch them regularly. Um, and fun fact, probably next year I'll be doing uh, Golden Age Arc Guts. Oh, I'm, I was considering making his wolf armor. Fun fact. Do it. Yeah. You can have a little before and after. Yeah, we'll have to do I'll, that. I'll need to find a horse to to hop on. Though. We'll get you a blow up one. One of the ones that has the fan. <laughs> <laughs> but. All right. 
my dress up darling. Um, Let's go. Wow. The feels right? is all right? I can say. So is there fan service in this? Yes. Yes, there is. Um, if you couldn't tell by literally just the posters of the show. Um, but it's not done. It feels like 90s level where it's like not DBZ where they're showing Bulma's butt, but like, you know, that 90s kind of like, ooh, a panty, ooh, you know. Um, so if you're worried about that at all, getting into it, it's done in a way that it's kind of hilarious because the other main character is such a shy, like shut in kind of a boy um, that it makes it all hilarious. But yeah, it's it's for sure a bit gratuitous and overdone at times. Um, and I mean, like it, it's it's a little detracting, I think. Um, to, it can to the be show. for sure. Yeah, but like it's 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 funny. It, it's like a conundrum because it's such a wholesome show. Otherwise, um, so for those that don't know, it's about yeah 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 it's it's about two two main characters one of them um has a love of making these classic japanese dolls that he's basically inherit inherited the skills from from his grandfather or he's attempting to mm-hmm. and the other is a character that has a love of cosplay it's Who is also boy. a like very popular girl at school. She like models, works at like a hair salon, very yeah. attractive. Like what you back in the day, what you wouldn't stereotypically think to be a cosplayer, right? Um, right. And yeah. this kid is so keeps everything kind of close to home because all he ever wants to do is like learn how to be this doll maker and. So he's super quiet at school, doesn't have any friends, all this stuff. His classic story of his grandfather being like, where are your friends at? Kind of thing. Um, yeah. And then one thing leads to another. They end up having to, starting to work together for cosplay related stuff. He finds a love for it. She brings the best out of him in a lot of ways, I think. 100%. Um, and like this, the under, there's so many underlying small like lessons and things in this which happens in a lot of anime obviously but like the like respecting and sharing each other's like passions and loves yeah like the first thing that hooks him is when she like gave that bully shit being like who the fuck do you think you are telling somebody that they can't like what they like like right you know like that whole thing was like okay i like where this is going like this whole thing's great um yeah and you know obviously being a cosplayer it hits home for me because when i first watched this it really brought out a lot of the feelings Mm. when or brought out brought back a lot of the feelings and memories from when i first cosplayed Um, i have the same thing written down even though i've only realistically done it once (laughs) so like like the the first time i i went to anime boston as master chief um I remember the first because you know, I, I didn't know anybody. I went by myself and I'm in this suit of armor. And I'm just walking around and this girl, I'll never forget it. She's about 60 feet away. She pointed at me and screamed Master Chief. And she literally sprinted over to me. 
and jumped up and down, up and down, up and down. Master Chief, Master Chief, Master Chief, can I, can I give you a hug and take a picture with you? And just like the joy that I put on her face by bringing that character to life, um, it, it immediately hooked me. And I think I touched on that um, in a previous episode. Yep. But it, it, it's like – it's one of those like ingrained moments in my life where I was like, oh, I'm in love with this. Um, in the way uh, Marin displays her love for characters and wanting to be them and seeing other characters and just how excited she gets. Yep. It's it just like right in the feels. Like it's just a perfect representation of how I myself and I'm sure I speak for many other cosplayers feel when they bring that character to life for the first time or when they're at a convention and they see somebody else who has brought a character to life that they love. And it's just like, ah, it's, they, they did such a good job of in that one particular aspect. Yeah. And then, you know, you've got all of the, um, you know, how they made the, the outfit and you know that's a whole journey in of in it of itself um and then making cosplay friends and it's just it's it's a absolute home run for me you yep. know that yes yes the the fan service can be a bit much but if you can get past that uh it's one of my favorite animes this year so the scene where um gojo like rushed to finish the first cosplay for her and he is exhausted and tired because he didn't sleep right that's all i could think about and why i connected so hard on this one was because like that was me finishing my Geralt cosplay for pax oh it was like every night going through that week being like you waited way too fucking long to get this Uh shit done and like uh-huh. I have I have the armor next to me. It just sits next to me. I just stare at it when I'm sitting here. I have nothing <laughs> to do. Um and it was cool, man. Like like the whole scene of like when they go to like the like the get together that they had and she meets other cosplayers and like the people that want to take photos of her and like all that stuff, like it's just like it's such a great representation of a show of like what friendships and relationships like can do for you. Mm-hmm in a space that doesn't get enough credit still it's growing just like anime over the past couple of years has become like very mainstream um which is good or bad depending on who you talk to um but like i think it's great these like like i'm I'm excited to the worst part that pisses me off is that like i i started weebs and weights right when fucking covid hit and so like (laughs) Or right before COVID really hit. So, like, everything that we had planned for, like, conventions to meet people to start growing, like, a small community of, like, cosplayers and convention goers and just, like, a group like that, like, we didn't get that chance, really, you know? Right. Because um, we had PAX East 2020, and then, like, a week later, everything shut down. Um, uh, boy, let me tell you, I uh, the, you talk about regrets. Uh, I had just come because... 2020 PAX was in a, at a weird time 
they pushed it up way earlier in the year than it typically had been. It was like so, April, I think. No, it? it was in it was in it was March. March. It, it was, was March. in March because I had just come back from Katsukon, um, and I was like, okay, well, I could go to PAX for a day, like I typically do, but um oh, that's right. then but then you know i'm gonna have anime boston uh, two weeks after pax oh, east no i was like no i'll i'll skip it and i'll i'll just wait for anime boston and then the world ended so i had God, man. yeah i had much regret of not going to that last con before we couldn't go to cons for two years yeah but yeah. uh, sorry, sorry uh, to yeah, sorry to interrupt. No, but. that's hundred percent okay. But like that's like that's what the past couple of years has been, right? And it's been tough for everybody. And like I'm oh, glad that sure. like now we can start try kind of building up and we have that list of cons that hopefully we can go to. Hopefully I'll be, you know, able to do some more stuff after this. This is where things are getting tough for me right now, is I want to go and do shit, but because I'm cutting for a show, I like limiting my quote unquote fun. It's a beast because I do not want to risk not being prepared for the show. Mm -hmm. um, so, I mean, obviously that's, that's just a normal reality of a situation. Right. But um, right. yeah, I'm ex I'm really excited for all of this going forward, man. I really am. Um, Minus of darlings only like, I think 12 episodes and every single one of them is like awesome. I don't think there was one that wasn't really good. Um, there was some build-up stuff. You see a lot of excitement and joy. Oh, God, they represent it so well. Like, the feelings uh -huh. that, like, you feel you're seeing finally on, a, like, a, like in just, ah, oh, it's so good. I don't know how to word this. It's, yeah, go watch it if you haven't already. It's not, obviously, if you're into only the martial arty, fighty stuff, you might not like it. But I think give it a shot anyways, because it's worth it either way. It's, it's, it's basically a slice of life show but i would say in that if, if you put it in that genre it's definitely an outlier um it's it's become super popular this year and you know it, things become super popular for a reason um is it at the level of you know like uh demon slayer or jujitsu kaisen no but um it, it's man it it came out of nowhere really and uh stole our hearts and minds yep yes it did <laughs> yes it did um anything else on dress I up finally, darling uh no just uh, i i would very much hope and assume that we're, we'll be getting a second season probably sometime next year yeah yeah they've already announced it um oh perfect uh i don't remember when they said i'll look at it right now i mean as long as i know it's coming i can i can sleep well it's in production right now i thought they perfect. gave us like a rough month but maybe not um but definitely 2023 i believe is what they said i would say so, probably if not early fall summer yeah around this time summertime next year seems feasible yeah yeah it's good go watch it if you haven't already 10 so 10 best show ever <laughs>
there's some there's some other stuff in there that's like the the magazines and stuff like that i don't know if we have that here do we do we have like a cosplay specific we probably do but you know we got to be honest print print media is basically dead at this point unfortunately yeah because you got like kabooey Um, cosplay who basically is doing everything that show is asking for on like her social stuff um and her websites but yeah uh trust me i i've i purchased some of her patterns some of her books she's Mm. She she makes great, or her and her her partner they make great. Um, uh, oh my goodness, reference cosplays. material. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, cosplays in for general. Sure. You know? Yeah, they they do the thing very good. They do the stuff. Um, Speaking of cosplays, yes. How's yours going? Well, uh. I've probably got about 10 hours of sanding done on this sword, which is... Um, all 3D printed, correct? 3D printed, yeah. So it's all plastic that doesn't like to sand. So you got to start off with a, a, a pretty pretty Rough heavy grit. grit. Yeah. yeah. Um, so... And the thing with this sword is all put together, it's probably five eight five nine mm. and i'm going to atlanta so that's not going to fit in any sort of suitcase so you're making it partitioned yeah so it it's printed in i think to about five or six sections and um what i'm gonna do either tonight or tomorrow is i'm going to uh epoxy the 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 handle and the hilt together okay which is about which is about two feet um and then i'm going to take um three parts of the blade and get that all epoxy together and then uh the other three parts epoxy together and i should be able to uh fly with that Okay. And how they're gonna all stay together is they they plug in with um with basically 3D printed dowels. Um, you made an IKEA and, sword. Yeah, basically. Smart man, I like it. Uh, yeah. So and then on top of that, so it doesn't fall out, I got these nifty little magnets um, that I'm going to put in, so it all it all snaps and stays together. Nice for the for the show. Is this your first three D printed sword? Uh, sword, yes. Uh, I printed the Escanor axe. Um, so that was a, oh, a big learning really? process. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So, so you know, I, I guess I got a thing for for large bladed weapons because that's all I, that's all that's come off that machine so far. You 3D That's... printed his axe. Yeah. I honestly thought from the photos that it was foam. Nice. Good shit. Yeah, I gotta I I wanna rework it and uh get that looking better at some point. But you know, that was such a con crunch and you know uh, going back to dress up darling real quick, they displayed that whole process real well. <laughs> Because that's what it looks like in my house when I'm uh, crunching for a con. It's it's just there's shit everywhere, you know. 
you you fall behind on your cleaning and your typical life duties because it's like oh god oh god i'm out of time oh god so <laughs> i love it um so luckily i'm i'm on pretty good pretty good track to have uh let me solar finished by this weekend nice hell yeah cool yeah and and with that we'll be going to dragon con the first of september and uh i i can't can't wait to be there i've i've always wanted to go since i found out about it it just looks like such a blast outside of you know the the pool party con that i'll be going to the week after <laughs> lord, you're gonna lord have help. so many reports to lord, lord help me um yeah so it um that's awesome yeah it's um i'm excited but also mildly nervous of course of course yeah you're not gonna have us to be able to come check on you in your car you know so (laughs) (laughs) luckily the i'm staying in the host hotel so i can just be be thrown into a room and left yeah you just crawl into an elevator and just you'll find your way back at some point (laughs) cool all right, man. Um, anything else before we uh, close it out? We're getting to an hour and ten here, so we're, we've been cruising. Yeah. Um, feels feels like fifteen. Um, there's nothing nothing else I can think of. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I've played a, played a couple of video games finally. Ooh. Um. I replayed uh, Deus Ex and I finished Doom. So uh, the whole Doom reboot is super fun. Um, it's been out for a very long time now. Doom, the first Doom or the Doom Eternal? Uh, the first one. Okay, yeah, yeah, I remember that. Was it PAX 2018 they showed that? 2017? What was it? I think the it was first. 16. Was it there? Wow, was it really? Holy shit. I think it was, I think it was 2016. Is, I remember was the waiting reboot. in line for that and getting that keychain. I still had that on my keychain, actually. Nice. The little metal Doom thing they gave out. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, there there may be a Doom Slayer cosplay in my future. I like that. I like that a lot. Um, But, uh, but yeah, so that and uh, replaying Deus Ex was a lot of fun. Um. I, I don't know why, you know, uh, I love the whole cyberpunk genre, mm. uh, cyberpunk 2077, you know, was a bit of a flop, but, uh, I didn't even get past the, I think I finished like the intro level. Oh no. Yeah. My computer oh, no. couldn't, my computer physically couldn't run it. Like I, it still can't run it. Oh wow. Yeah. Oh, so it, yeah. Going back to that, my, um, so the the first one uh human revolution um is i think that's close to a 10 year old game at this point so you know run it on ultra cruising along the graphical fidelity jump between the first um game and the second game uh mankind divided Mm. it is massive so I've I've got a pretty beast computer. I've got a uh uh Nvidia 3080. Oh nice. Um, and it's been able to run anything I've thrown at it. Uh, ultra max settings, you know, I've got a 
1440p monitor and I've had no issues. I put the second Deus Ex game on Ultra and my screen said, mm -mm, turn, turn it down. So uh, I found that to be pretty interesting that, you know, a game that probably came out in like 2016, 2017 maybe is, you know, giving my fairly new computer uh, some, some hard times. Yeah, that happened. Um, I had a 780 Ti classified in my first computer from like college, and that Oof. was a really good computer. Go, oh, it was a really yeah, good go. graphics card, right? She went big. Um, and I got it when it was like two years old, and it was still a monster. And then yeah. I forget what happened. I think Warzone came out. Okay. And was it Warzone that came out and then it shat itself? Uh. I think it was. Yeah, it was Warzone and I was started streaming. So like Warzone came out. I had to play everything on like literally the shittiest settings of all time. <laughs> and I was trying to stream at the same time. My computer just couldn't keep up. So I ended up ordering a 2070 Super nice. right before the massive spike of uh, like the like the shortage and shit. And then you got lucky. Yeah, and then it came but I think it came during cuz it had to have been during COVID cuz I started streaming during like during quarantine um yeah so then that came and i was able to switch it but even now like games have upgraded so much and even this is struggling like it, it's crazy how like yeah, yeah it's just but uh it, 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 so when the when the 3080 dropped it took me literally three months to get one because of all of the um the miners just running the yeah. running the bots to, to buy them all up. Yep, yep. And because of the crash, uh, I just saw a news article um, that EVGA, they dropped the price of the 3090 Ti by $1,000. Jesus Christ. That is, that is insane for like a manufacturer to, to drop the price that significantly. Um, I've never seen anything like that before because yeah. you know the the ninety has always been like the the unicorn, right? Like uh, uh, tip of the spear, you know, always over a grand, and it was it was like twenty, I think it was like twenty two hundred dollars, and they just dropped it to twelve, which still is an immense amount of money for a graphics card. Like you can build a. a decent gaming computer for that and oh um, yeah 100 percent, yeah and it's just uh, i was talking with a buddy of mine i was like i can't believe they did that yeah buddy of mine yeah. bought his i think he's a 3080 ti during mm. the crisis because he just he was like i'm not waiting anymore i'm buying it i think he ended up paying like 2300 dollars for it or something yeah a friend of mine bought bought one from a scalper too i was yeah. like I love you, but I hate you, buddy. Yeah. You let them win. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, man. Cool. Um, Shaw Classic and IPF. We were said we were going to talk about it this week. We didn't get the opportunity to because both of those things are stuff that I wanted to run by with Ashley. So we're going to try to wait until that next episode uh, where she's involved to talk about that. Um, IPF has some rule changes that they're considering, which I want to get her opinion on. And the Shaw Classic, I'll do a quick run through right now. I thought it was a great event. I did a good, good job. It's only the third year. Um, 
they tested some new events that didn't go as well as planned and probably could have been structured better. But um, overall, I think they did a good job. And congratulations to all the athletes that went and had a good time. And if you guys enjoy that, let us know too. Um, and we'll try to go into it a little bit more detail uh, next time. But yeah. Oh, also, Ashley won't be back. I actually hate her to gain her power. So yeah. sorry. No. Yeah. And that's why he has back issues. And on that <laughs> note, on that note, be healthy, stay healthy, keep uplifting each other, and we will see you guys in the next one. Bye. Bye.